0: This is Tonkabon episode 74. This week we'll be going over our new series, Mason Ikoku, uh, volumes 1 and 2 by Rumiko Takahashi. Uh, my name is Cole Greco and joining me as usual is my co-host Jude Knoll. Jude, how's it going?
1: Pretty good. Um, I've been reading a bunch of like 80s and like late 70s manga series. I know I've talked about that in the past few episodes. So mm-hmm. it's going to be pretty cool to dive deeper into one of those series.
0: Yeah, and this one, you know, I'd, I'd never read any of her stuff and I had kind of no familiarity with what this uh, series was, like, was even about until last week. Um, so, yeah, it's it's pretty cool to sort of go into this one completely blind. It was, I'm not going to say, like, I wasn't expecting it to uh, kind of, like, be the way it is, but, uh, yeah, it was pretty, It's it's way more kind of, like, laid back or like sitcom-ish than I thought
1: yeah same here I feel like her series really paved the way for a lot of slice of life tropes that you see today Mm -hmm. I may be wrong about that but these series definitely feel pretty modern and I can give a little like background information I did so in the last episode but I can kind of like blow through some of that again and I have a few Mm -hmm. extra little nuggets of trivia that I can add in as well um So, uh, Rumiko Takahashi is the author and illustrator, soul mangaka of Mason Ikoku. The series title actually translates basically to Ikoku House. Mason is a super common name for apartments in Japan, despite being a French word. It's like saying, like, village or heights or oaks at the end of an American apartment complex. Just, like, a generic name. And, uh... Ruko Takahashi was born in the late 50s. She went to Japan's women Japan Women's University for college, and within that college, there was a manga school called Gekiga Sonjuku, which was taught by the lone wolf and cub creator Kazuo Koike. Uh, and through that manga club, she was able to publish a bunch of different one-shots, which got the attention of Weekly Shonen Sunday publisher shogaku uh, Shogakukan, and from there she published this short story called The Selfish Aliens which expanded into her first series and still today one of her biggest hits "Aruse Yatsura uh, from there the sort of rom-com slash etchy humor and more like college age sign-in tone of the series uh, transferred over even more into Mason Okoku, which was her second series inspired by the life she was leading, uh, living in a cramped apartment with a bunch of assistants. Uh, The series ran from 1980 to 87 in Big Comic Spirits magazine and it ended up receiving an anime adaptation. From what I can understand, the anime actually kind of seems to be bigger than the manga i found a bunch of like Mm -hmm. articles and video essays that seem to focus a lot more on the actual anime itself after this uh it was followed up by ranma one half and inuyasha so man she like really never missed
0: at least in this stretch of her career (laughs) Mm -hmm. yeah and i mean she still has a series that's been going on for a while now that uh was it Mao or something like that yeah that one's not too bad i've read a little bit of it i
1: definitely feel like this older stuff is a bit better but like man it seems like even if the stuff's like a mixed bag it seems like it's mostly like pretty big hits
0: yeah Mm -hmm. yeah i mean this one it it's weird it's like lower quality than i expected in some areas and just like way better than i you know even like thought it would be it's a yeah, it was it was cool to, to check out one of her series.
1: Yeah, I think the one thing that really, like, stood out to me is how, except for the Hisashi Iguchi series that I've mentioned in the past few episodes, like, the main podcast, mm-hmm. I feel like almost every, like, big series that came out around this time exclusively draws people in three-quarter angles, <laughs> which can be really weird at times, because mm-hmm. I think the other series this most reminded me of was, like, in terms of the art was saint seo which i think has terrible art but yeah i feel like mm-hmm. this has cool art but i feel like mm-hmm. they both set up their illustrations the same way where everybody's kind of like facing the same direction at all times
0: mm-hmm. yeah yeah i'll we'll get into it in the episode but yeah i, I this series i like the art I don't necessarily always like the uh, kind of like the composition, I guess. Like you know the yeah. <laughs> the actual like characters and backgrounds and things like that themselves are are really cool and really competent, but like just where they're placed in the frame and stuff is sometimes a little it's just a little weird. It's a little it it, it just looks old, you know. Definitely. <laughs> um. All right. Well, do we want to hop into volume one? Yeah. Let's get it. Alright, so Volume 1 starts with uh, Chapter 1, obviously, and we, I guess, uh, in case there is anyone that's trying to follow along in the app or has, like, the English hard copy volumes, we went by the Japanese volumes and not the ones that were released over here, because the, I think we only got, like, the English volumes are basically a volume and a half for each of them, so... Uh, we didn't want to create more work for ourselves, so we went by the Japanese volumes, <laughs> and I guess that's and how it was it, originally, like yeah. sort of structured anyway. So that that makes yeah. kind of more sense.
1: And it really sucks that we didn't get the individual volumes because mm-hmm. looking up the actual like you know ten chapter a volume covers that you got in
0: Japan, uh, they're mm-hmm. way
1: cooler, mm-hmm. way more eighties.
0: Yeah, I I like the the English volume covers. I think they're. I bet they they look cool as kind of a set, but yeah, yeah, I could I could see where the the Japanese ones are actually like more like in their time, you know. Yeah, they're they're
1: loud as hell and extremely like pink, purple and shocking red, which oh, is like awesome. what I want from mm-hmm. any 80s manga or anime series.
0: Yep. Um, Well, Volume 1 starts with Chapter 1, and so in Chapter 1, we get introduced to the Ikoku House. Uh, It's just an apartment, kind of communal living area with residents that are uh, just sort of like ripped straight from a sitcom. They're all very like archetypical characters. Um, and the house has a new manager, Kyoko Otanashi. She fixes a peephole in Godai's room, who's sort of the ronin, uh, like, slacker character trying to get into college. And the rest of the house throws her a welcome home party in his room while he's trying to study for his uh, college entrance exams. Um, yeah, I
1: love this, like, initial setup.
0: Mm-hmm. This
1: I feel like, like, one of the first things we see is some guy who's, like, wearing a salary man, like, <laughs> suit outfit bursting through godai's room with a battering mm-hmm. ram like i feel like that really sets the tone for things pretty well
0: yep mm-hmm. yeah and I, I love the just kind of the difference between how some of the characters are drawn like when we first see kyoko she's got a very like uh shoujo style like sparkles everywhere and then the rest of the characters are, like so plain and kind of like a little bit grungy looking yeah, and I I really like that the characters
1: all seem I mean they're likable, but they are dominated by like negative personality traits. Mm-hmm. They're all kind of rude and annoying. Yeah, which I feel like kind of obviously like all comedy series are going to have conflict. But I feel like the characters in this series feel like particularly rude and boisterous in a way you don't normally see in this type of manga series. Mm-hmm. like they're they're lecherous. <laughs> they're <laughs> like they have no sense of personal space. They mm-hmm. like are constantly basically like getting drunk and hitting each other. <laughs> it definitely feels like obviously this is intentional, but I feel like from the jump, they really set this up as like this is a series about college students for that type of audience.
0: Mm-hmm. yeah, definitely, yeah. Like, and I will say too, the, you know, we'll probably get into some of the, the humor of the series later. This series probably would get, uh, it would not be as well regarded a- had it not been written by a woman. Like, there's some, yeah. you know, some, uh, some of the gags in this are a little bit like, you know, like y- yikes. Like, you're <laughs> just like a, yeah. you know, if this is, yeah, if this is written by some, some dude, it's like, oh, okay, but, you know, it, since it is a woman writing it, I don't know. It feels, it doesn't feel as, like, gross as it would otherwise. Yeah.
1: There's no, like, sense of boundaries in any sort of way between any of these characters. And mm-hmm. unfortunately, I feel like, especially in the first couple chapters, I feel like this, like, falls off pretty quickly. But. <laughs> there's this horrible trait in like this and other 80s series where it's like oh like groping someone is a joke and yeah. like a like a really funny gag
0: because
1: mm-hmm. some some of the stuff in here age poorly to the point
0: where it's like damn this is kind of like horrifying <laughs> Yep. <laughs> um my only other uh comment on this chapter is on page 13 godai just has like a picture of a naked lady on his wall which i mean (laughs) it's it reminds me there's a a kid i was friends with in like middle school that would have those like uh whatever those like posters that you would see in walmart that just has like some supermodel in like a bathing suit on it he had like five of those (laughs) in his room and like i've always thought since then like damn like who who lets their kid do that? <laughs> I feel like I've like, only ever crazy. seen people
1: Yeah. I've only ever seen people in fiction do
0: that. Like mm-hmm. on a TV show or movie. Yeah. I guess same I'm, here, except for that that <laughs> one that one dude just had his the all over his room. And even at the time I was like, this is this is a little weird. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I'm
1: gonna like mention sort of like all the character like main character names up front just because I feel like Mm -hmm. There aren't a ton of characters in the series, but they're all, like, introduced in that first chapter. Yeah. So, like, Godai is the, like, Yusaku Godai is the main character, the ronin, who's basically, he failed his first entrance exam to get into the university of his choice. So, like, the term ronin basically means he's a masterless warrior, and Mm -hmm. he's studying... For like the second or third time to get into his college of his choice kyoko is the uh, manager of the apartment basically like if you ever lived in a big apartment and you've got a building manager who fixes stuff or like addresses your problems that's her except it seems like she's always in the apartment <laughs> which is kind of weird yeah. like she almost feels more like a maid or something Mm -hmm. Which is kind of strange. Maybe that's more of a thing in Japanese apartment buildings or something.
0: Yeah, she's the property manager that actually lives on the property. Yeah. Then uh, Hanai Ichinose is
1: uh, like a mother. I think she's like in her 30s or 40s that lives in the apartment. She's got an annoying younger son. Uh, Yotsuya is the guy that lives in the room next to Yusaka- Yusaku Godai. He's is a salaryman who's always uh, wearing a suit and he's constantly like s- drilling holes in the wall and peeking in on people. Uh, he has no senses of boundaries and Akemi mm-hmm. uh, Roppongi also has no sense of boundaries and is like constantly walking around the apartment like naked or half naked and like Yotsia and Hana Ichinose is constantly intoxicated.
0: Yeah. Uh, I forgot the name of the, the salary man and I couldn't remember Ponki's name either, <laughs> but the, the, uh, because they're, they're rarely addressed by their names. The only ones that we really ever see are yeah. Godai, Miss Ichinose and Kyoko. The other two, they're definitely the more minor of the characters and uh, yeah, they aren't named, but the, the chapter one sort of, like, cover image, actually, is uh, kind of funny. They've all got these numbers next to them that sort of correspond with oh, parts yeah. of their names. So, like, you know, Ichi is one, so she's Ichi se Go is five, so Godai's, he's got five, and it's the same oh, for, wow. like, Yo and, like you know, uh, six in Japanese is Roku. So it's got the row. So that's, that's what that, uh, is. Cause I noticed it on like reading through the chapter that Godai's door has the five on it. And I was like, oh, that's kind of funny, Yeah. but I didn't notice it for any other character except for this, this first one. So that's, that's a kind of fun little, uh, illustration.
1: Oh, that's cool. I didn't even notice or like mm-hmm.
0: catch that. That's interesting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I didn't, I didn't think about it until, uh, cause I didn't know, uh, I couldn't remember the you know the other two characters' names. <laughs> yeah. Um, Let's take us to chapter two. So in chapter two, uh, Kyoko is annoyed that her dog so- uh, Soichiro doesn't know his own name. Uh, Godai wonders if Kyoko has a boyfriend, and naturally, there's a mix-up that her boyfriend is a guy named Soichiro, uh, and then just kind of in the end, it gets just gets resolved. Um, yeah, some of the I will say some of my summaries here are maybe like a little bit light because there's just each chapter is just sort of like its own little sitcom episode for the most part. It just sort of gets resolved, at least very early on in the series.
1: Yeah, I think near like the second volume, it starts to get more like, mm-hmm. there's, there's more story between each one. But yeah. here, yeah, it, it, they're kind of just like introducing us to people mm-hmm. bit by bit. Um, I feel like Kyoko's character starts off as being like kind of just this idealistic romance protagonist type character. And mm. very quickly she like is revealed to be extremely weird. Like she's yeah. out here falling asleep on the roof. Which is kind of <laughs> crazy. Mm-hmm. And Godai
0: himself in these first few chapters is pretty irredeemable. Like this dude should be in prison. That is my one note for this this <laughs> chapter. Is this dude should not be out and about. He is he is wild.
1: <laughs> yeah, he's like basically just like creeping on people
0: constantly.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> and like. Trying to like extort this child for information <laughs> on Kyoko's
0: personal life. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. This guy should not be allowed to to roam the streets out here. He's he's too dangerous for sure. Definitely. Um. In chapter three, Godai has bought a brooch for Kyoko for Christmas that he's going to use to confess his feelings. Um. However, he just gets kind of thwarted the entire day by the rest of the house and is never able to actually give her the uh give her the brooch um there's a good line in here um where i don't remember who says it, but someone says like throw your oh i think it's the oh where is it? he says like throw yourself away old man that i think is funny when they're all at that uh (laughs) like that restaurant or whatever
1: that's pretty good there's also one part i guess this the way it's shaded makes it look like this may have been like a color page or something but Mm -hmm. There's this page where he's like imagining what's going to happen when he's like trying to give the Christmas gift to uh, Kyoko. Yeah. And it just shows like in his head all of the housemates looking evil saying, we will thwart you <laughs> in unison. <laughs> it's really funny. Yep. Um I also like the fact that like, I don't know how time has moved in this series, mm-hmm. but we're like three chapters into this he just met this girl and he's already like i love her (laughs) they barely exactly yeah
0: (laughs) yeah yeah he's gonna confess to this girl and give her like a gift and stuff yeah after after what is seemingly like three days
1: (laughs) yeah and also like I know we were talking a whole lot of uh, deserved shit about Godai in the last chapter, but like mm-hmm. nobody, there's like no sense of boundaries within this group of people at all. Like, yeah. Godai is out here falling asleep at the end of this chapter, and then uh, Rapongi just like
0: busts into his room and jumps <laughs> on top of him.
2: <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, and then and then just won't won't leave his bed. My man has to relocate. That's brutal.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's like I I really like the sense of chaos that we get in the first like few chapters of this series. Mhm. Like I don't think any character really comes across as sympathetic at this point, but yeah, I do feel bad for like anyone
0: who has to deal with this on a daily basis. <laughs> mhm yeah i mean you know i obviously didn't live in a situation like this but i lived in a house in newport with five other guys and uh yeah it's not it's not dissimilar when you live with that many people it's (laughs) it's pretty pretty brutal
1: (laughs) yeah Um, and that's like i feel like you don't normally see like because obviously godai is a college student which mm -hmm. you know similar to your situation but I feel like what's interesting about this series is that there's people from, like, different you know, walks of life living here and you actually see, Yeah, as a see, mom like, or a
0: kid, like...
1: <laughs> yeah, you kind of see, because I think there's this, like... I think she's supposed to be, like, pretty poor or whatever, so you're seeing mm-hmm. people who are, like, struggling, and this is during a time in Japan that was, like, supposed to be like an economic boom, so mm-hmm. I think it's interesting to see a series that shows people who are kind of, like, scrapping to make it by, and it's not, like it's not this idealized lifestyle but it's also not this lifestyle that you normally see in anime when people are like poor where they're like completely destitute and Mm -hmm. like wearing rags and like sleeping in a cardboard box like this is a pretty realistic uh they're leading realistic lives to Mm -hmm. a certain degree
0: yeah, yeah, I agree. Yeah. They yeah, they don't take it all the way like it's a do retry or something like that. But they're yeah, <laughs> yeah these people exactly. are clearly not like, yeah, the the most well off. Yeah, it's it's kind of refreshing in a way. Mm-hmm. Um, in chapter 4, Kyoko attempts to keep everyone away from uh, Godai while he studies for his college entrance exam, but uh, naturally that doesn't happen. Uh, the lights in the house go out and Godai and Kyoko go to fix it, which they're able to, uh, but it also sets off this bell that is, I guess, in the top of the house that uh, rings throughout the night just nonstop. stop <laughs> I
1: do like the final uh the final page here where there's an ice covered hill that he like slides down and the mm-hmm. way it's set up looks like something off of like Super Mario Bros 3 like it's this <laughs> just total like 45 degree angle
0: going straight down. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> Yeah, there's a, there's some wild drawings of Ropangi early on in this one too. And this is what I'm saying. Like, if this, you know, if, if this series is written by a, by a man, it's like, man, that this is, this is tough. Like, <laughs> 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 um, there's also page, uh, I think it's 14. Um, love this page. The kids like, skateboards over Godai. Um he says like uh he says it's raining out there and Godai says, well it's raining fists in here, which I, I love that. <laughs> Just that little sequence is <laughs> incredible.
1: Yeah, that's the thing. Anyone in this house can catch hands, whether they're, like, (laughs) a kid, an animal, a woman. Like, everybody's just (laughs) constantly fighting each other physically.
2: Yeah.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I I loved the skateboard panel, too. That kid's on this, like, huge late 70s banana board. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Going crazy. Um, It's awesome. I also like uh, Godai's huge, I guess, like, half like cardigan half jacket thing that he's been wearing yeah he's like wearing a quilt chapter. or something it's yeah, <laughs> yeah i i, I need sleeves. one of those <laughs> it's like the og snuggie
0: mm-hmm. yeah that thing looks that thing looks cozy as heck dude
1: <laughs> yeah that's like obviously since the drawings as with a lot of like 80s manga series are all kind of like zoomed out a bit You don't get to see the super fine details of the outfits, but Mm -hmm. I do appreciate that, like, this is a series where people are usually wearing different stuff, except for our salaryman dude.
0: Yep. Who's always, always just rocking the, rocking the suit, rocking the suit in the house too, which is pretty, pretty foul. (laughs) I have to say like, man, I have to wear khakis to work. And even then I come home and I'm like immediately changing my clothes. Can, cannot be asked to wear the, you know, the khakis and the polo any longer than I have to. (laughs) Yeah um in chapter uh five mrs ichinose is trying to see who kyoko is interested in and kind of gets confused and thinks that it's godai godai overhears this uh, and then he leaves his one of his exams early because he thinks that he won't get in um godai just like completely irresponsible as a as a student too (laughs) by the way like a man just leaves his exam because he's like well probably not gonna probably not gonna cut it
1: that's another thing I appreciate in this, uh, I feel like in a lot of other, like, gag slice of life manga, students are either, like, the top of their class, or they're just extremely stupid. Mm-hmm. I appreciate that Godai is just, like, I don't know, I feel like he has, like, ADHD or something. He's, yep. I don't think that he's stupid, he just doesn't, like, he just gives up on things mm-hmm. after yeah, he, one day. He, he does not have the motivation for it. Which, like, I don't entirely blame him because Mm -hmm. it doesn't seem like he's able to... He's, like, in a situation that allows him to focus on anything. (laughs) I also Mm -hmm. like that Kyoko is basically just, like, this sort of, like, mother figure to him where she shows up and, like, she basically shows up to the site of the exam and is, like, looking for him to make sure he actually (laughs) went through with it. I feel like there's a lot of, like, Freudian subtext taking place in this series that Mm -hmm. could rival um, the Yozakura family series. (laughs) The (laughs) The Mission (laughs) Yozakura family.
0: (laughs) Yep. I do like the gag in here, too, um, where is trying to, like, kind of sneak out of this, uh, like, bar that they're in. Uh, by trying to like hide himself amongst these salary men and uh, and gets caught. That's that's fun. That feels like straight out of some you know like episode of Friends or something like that.
1: Yeah, for sure.
0: Which uh, you know a, a lot of these do. These could definitely have aired on American television like you know nineteen ninety five.
1: Yeah, aside from the, like, uh, extremely offensive jokes that take place once in a while in the series, the humor is mm. actually, like, legitimately funny, which is more than I can say for a lot
0: of, like, gag manga series. Yeah, so I, I do agree. appreciate that. Mm-hmm, and it, I will say it is kind of rare for the gag series, like, yeah, like you said, to be legitimately funny. Like, even in Sket Dance or, like, you know, me and Roboco and stuff like that, i obviously like think those series are funny but there's a lot of stuff that just feels like only funny because it's a gag series and it's you know it's kind of su- you know it's supposed to be funny whereas these yeah. like you're reading it, it's kind of like yeah this is legitimately hilarious like you know there there's no kind of concessions you have to make like it's funny for manga or something like that right
1: yeah i totally uh, agree
0: Mm-hmm. Um, in chapter six, Godai has run away because he can't face the Okoku if he fails his exam. Uh, his grandmother calls to find him, but is picked. Uh, but the phone is picked up by Kyoko. Uh, eventually, they all meet at the testing results site and see that Godai that Godai has passed. Uh, love the grandmother in here. What a a fantastic character. She uh, Kyoko has to like carry her piggyback around and stuff. <laughs> yeah, she's awesome. I,
1: I also like the. I know we were talking about how the composition of these shots is sometimes kind of lacking, mm-hmm. but I do like the way that the like quote unquote cinematography uh, goes down at the end of this chapter. We see them like going to the huge posted board of test results, which I guess I'm not sure if that really happens in real life, but it's definitely a manga cliche.
0: I was going to say it's but in I every like manga them. and anime. So I I guess that's how it goes. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. I I like the way we get, like, all these zoomed-in shots of the test board, like, going back and forth between the characters, Mm -hmm. and the final, like, reaction shot with Godai, and the numbers are, like, behind his head as he's looking. That Mm -hmm. looks sick.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it's super good. Uh, Even the panel where, like, the the grandmother is looking, you know, she sees the numbers, and... uh, Kyoko says, like, Miss Godai, did he pass? They use numbers instead of people's names. (laughs) That, like, kind of (laughs) realization is so good.
1: Yeah, that's, like, comedic timing that you may not see in a poorly written series. Mm -hmm. Yeah, exactly. They they kind of drag out the moments that need to be slower paced. Mm -hmm. I also like the final drawing of Kiyoko where... I feel like she looks more realistic-looking and less, like, manga-fied. Like, she's got mm-hmm. a full nose. <laughs> Actually, there's way more nose in this series than you normally get in manga, which is kind of cool.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, most characters just look like uh, look like Krillin. Yep. <laughs> the art typical manga face. Um, <laughs> in chapter 7, uh, the landlord, uh, which is said to be Kiyoko's father and uh, Kiyoko's niece, come to visit. Uh, those three and Godai go visit a grave which is revealed to be Kiyoko's late husband, Soichiro, who's the landlord's actual son. So it's a little, yeah, there's kind of confusion in here where Kiyoko calls this guy father because it's actually like her, uh, whatchamacallit, like, father-in-law. Um yeah, and we also get the the reveal that, you know, Kyoko had a had a husband. This is like a yeah, like for chapter seven in the series, like gets kinda of, gets kind of intense.
1: Yeah, that's a I appreciate the pacing of some of these older series. For mm-hmm. one, the chapter lengths, especially near the beginning, are shorter than I'm used to. Like yeah. usually for that first chapter you get like sixty pages here they drop you right into that like 15 page chapter mm-hmm. format and you know i i kind of miss that i yeah I i'm jump could stand to go back to it
0: yeah i agree there's a lot of times when like i might want to check out a new series and it's like man i'm gonna have to read a 60 page first chapter just to kind of get into it and i'm like uh yeah maybe i just maybe i just won't at all
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah i totally agree with you there
0: but yeah yeah if if they were all these uh, chapter links, I'd be down. And even like, I love just kind of these jokes at the end too, where uh, Goda is like kind of talking to him stuff, and then just like steps in the in like the the gutter here at the the end. Like the the comedy of the series is just excellent.
1: Yeah, it's not over the top. It feels once again like the situations are weird, but not completely like reliant on suspension of
0: disbelief Hmm. yeah and we'll say too um is this just how like gravesites are in japan because this looks cool they've got like a a brick path here like these little shrine yeah. looking things like these are super cool rather than just like a big plot of grass which which you, you get get it here at least
1: yeah i do like the panel where like um Kyoko's family members are going away in the taxi and mm-hmm. you know they're like far away so you just sort of see the really small chippy drawing of her niece
0: yep yep like waving goodbye mm-hmm. um in chapter eight uh just real short one here godai begins uh tutoring Kyoko's niece um there's a a lot of wild panels in 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 this yeah. one <laughs> Yeah I, yeah, I
1: own this book, like mm-hmm. the first volume. And I remember opening to this and being like, man, I really own this. I really own, I really <laughs> own this.
0: That's yeah, one that someone picks it up at your house and you're like, ah, uh, maybe don't. That's how. Uh- yeah, because you got like. <laughs> <laughs> got That's how it is with, like, uh I have, like, Chainsaw Man, and that first volume, yeah. and, like, one of the first pages, Dingy is like, I just want to touch some boobs, and I'm like, man, I really hope someone, luckily, like, Chainsaw Man is kind of like, if anyone's picking that up, they, they sort of know about Chainsaw Man, but yeah. it's like, I really hope that, like, just some random person isn't like, oh, what's this manga you've got here? It's like, please don't open that one.
1: <laughs> yeah, you've
0: got, you got Kyoko here,
1: and her anthropomorphic dog in <laughs> a lover's embrace like yeah man that's crazy
0: it's crazy and it it's not just one panel where we get that it keeps popping up throughout this uh chapter <laughs> it's hilarious like god i can't stop thinking about it <laughs> yeah i
1: love that like obviously like it's deeper than that he's thinking about like you know his how he'll never be able to like overcome the Mm -hmm. idea of her husband in her head yeah but this dude is legitimately like out here trying to scrap with this dog
0: (laughs) and i love i love how often he gets slapped in this series too there's like every few chapters just got like the giant red handprint on his face
1: yeah he kind of deserves it though like that's Mm -hmm. that's the least they could do to him
0: yeah, absolutely. Like I said, this man should not be out here on the streets. He, like, he should be imprisoned.
1: This guy's guy <laughs> exactly. wild.
0: Um, in chapter 9, Godai, in a drunken stupor, uh, announces to the town that he loves Kyoko. She overhears this and he carries her to his room where he then falls asleep. Uh, Kyoko kind of doesn't know what to think and thinks that she might be interested in Godai uh, Godai can't remember what happened and is told by Mrs. Ichinose that he was dancing naked uh, Godai and Kyoko kind of get their wires crossed and Godai basically tells her that it was all a joke uh, which she's not not a not a fan of
1: this is the moment that like wins her over though
0: yeah yeah <laughs> drunk Godai screaming in the street yeah, that's a that's
1: another thing about the series. Really glorifies alcoholism too. Although oh, that's yeah. that's a running gag that I think has really never gone away in anime and manga. Like mm-hmm. any anything that's like not completely marketed towards kids, like the characters are often just like getting trashed every weekend. Yeah, which is interesting.
0: Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this one. Yeah, this is a this, this chapter is weird because Kyoko up until this point like. You think she's just going to kind of be like the like stereotypical kind of like attractive, like kind of dumb, oblivious like girl that, you know, the main character is trying to kind of go after. And she's actually not that for a lot of it. Like she's pretty capable throughout the series until this moment when they're yeah, they sort of are like, I don't know, she like, kind of throws her in the trash at this point a little bit and is like oh yeah what like you said this is the moment that wins her over
1: yeah godai has like psychotic riz somehow he's just like <laughs> acting completely like anti-social like
0: total deviant and somehow mm-hmm. people are like yeah he's just he's so cool yeah exactly um, in chapter 10, the final chapter of this volume, Kyoko and Mrs. Ichinose sign up for a tennis club. Uh, and the coach is, uh, like a hot guy who seems interested in Kyoko. Um, who also turns out that she's actually really good at tennis. Uh, Godai is biking by and sees what's going on and stays a while, uh, and getting angry the whole time. And he's, a deli- he was out on his ice delivery job and the ice melts, uh, because he stayed for so long and he, uh, he gets fired. A great panel in here where, um, godai he's like he had had his face so pressed against the chain link fence watching what was going on that just like stays on his face throughout the rest of the day that's pretty hilarious yep. and uh, my other note too is that on page i think it's seven that tennis court looks like a madhouse dude what is going on <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> let me pee. But yeah that's like there's like 10 people on each court oh at any time what dude are, like has
0: me? any yeah. mangaka ever played any sport like any, any of them they've never played they've never stepped outside like what would you what could you possibly be doing on these courts
1: yeah there's like multiple games happening on each like court mm-hmm. at each time
0: yeah, Unless there's people hitting ball like. all pickleball
1: happened to exist in <laughs> 1980s
0: Japan. Yeah, like there's people even hitting like cross, like across the courts, perpendicular to everyone else. And it's like, what are you? What could you possibly, <laughs> could you possibly be playing? There's supposed to be tennis balls going <laughs> everywhere.
1: Yeah. I don't know if you have ever read Infinite Jest, but this is basically like the version of tennis that
0: exists in that book. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh man that's yeah i saw that panel I was like what this is like super uh very matsui uh sports tier here <laughs> just no familiarity yeah. with how tennis is is actually played yeah yeah blue box could never <laughs> no exactly and also love the uh love the outfits in this one to kyoko's tennis outfit is is pretty sick um i love miss ichinose just out here in like the the track suit that's pretty good yeah <laughs> and the tennis instructor yeah. with like the the collared shirt that's a cool look too i guess kyoko's is collar too yeah those are these are some some good fits
1: yeah for sure a lot of a lot of interesting style throughout this series
0: mm-hmm yeah, well, I mean, and Godai with the, the greaser look. He's got, like, the, the sleeves rolled <laughs> up.
1: Like, Yeah, for some reason, at times, Godai uh, really reminds me of Yusuke from Yu Yu Hakusho, like, in terms mm-hmm. of his personality and his, like, style. Although, yeah, ad- Yusuke, absolutely. Dis- despite the fact that, like, Yusuke is a petty criminal and juvenile delinquent, uh, honestly, a lot more of a stand-up guy
0: Oh, yeah, with, without a doubt, way more redeemable than, than Go Die here. <laughs> yeah, Yusuke yeah. spends the whole first part of uh, you, Hakusho, like beating up other kids, and still, still a more respectful person <laughs> than Go Die. Um, all right, Jude, do you have any other uh, volume one notes? We want to move over to volume two.
1: Uh, yeah let's uh let's move on all right um so
0: in chapter 11
1: the rivalry between godai and mitaka begins to intensify uh, after tennis practice ichinose invites mitaka out for drinks but kyoko ends up bringing godai and yotsuya along much to mitaka's annoyance as the group gets drunker and the atmosphere becomes more awkward godai's uh, drunken <laughs> confession from a couple nights ago comes up once again which puts mitaka on high alert Uh, this pretty much breaks up the party and Kyoko tells Mataka about the fact that she's like recently widowed and isn't really looking for anything serious although Mataka's like he doesn't really like (laughs) respond in a normal way he's just like well I guess I can be patient then
0: yeah that's super weird man (laughs) like I don't know (laughs) someone's just telling you about their like deceased husband you're like that's alright I'll wait until you're over it
1: I do like at the beginning of this chapter, uh, we've got old salary man here actually wearing something different for once. He's got mm-hmm. this like kimono type outfit on.
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, he looks like a yeah he look he looks like a like a samurai. He looks like someone out of vagabond or something.
1: Yeah, it's a it's an interesting look for sure.
0: Mm-hmm. I love all of the the panels of. Um, Bitaka's like teeth sparkling. Uh, <laughs> I love just like the the insistence to like let you know like hey this guy he's got like the you know the the spark- the pearly whites.
1: Yeah, and um also I like how like after you know there's the fight at the party and everyone's uh sort of like stormed off we've got godai here like being held down by multiple people they're Mm -hmm. pouring beer on his head and he's like (laughs) screaming with tears (laughs) streaming down his cheeks like (laughs) the melodrama here is crazy
0: Mm -hmm. man yeah mrs ichinose is Uh, such a such a great character she's just like urging him to keep drinking yeah they're pouring she's pouring a beer directly onto his head like also you mentioned like
1: the gleaming teeth on uh the mitaka here Mm -hmm. but i love the chapter cover which sort of puts him in the center of what looks like a star wars uh movie poster from the early 80s Mm mm-hmm like yeah, All the characters are sort of like glancing at him. crowded around this giant figure. <laughs>
2: mm-hmm.
1: Yep. <laughs> all right. In uh, chapter 12, Godai is working as the bicycle delivery guy for a liquor store and his bike route keeps intersecting with the road that the tennis court's on. He meets up with Missy Chinose's son, Kentaro, who's depressed about not having anything to write about for his upcoming What I Did Over Summer Vacation essay. Godai had a similar experience as a kid, and decides to take Kentaro out to the beach to give him something to talk about when school starts up. Kentaro eventually asks uh, Kyoko to come with him, who also brings along Mitaka, which is a buzzkill for both guys involved. Mitaka ends up driving, but freaks out when he finds out Soichiro the dog is along for the ride, and tells Godai, after he's like swerved the car off to the side of the road,
0: that he's deathly afraid of dogs i love how soichiro is drawn throughout this series with like the the eyes that look like uh she's got the um or he's got the uh what's that character from sket dance uh oh yeah
1: like the lip looking eyes
0: man what was her name <laughs> i don't remember yasahime yeah, maybe or... or i thought it was Yavas- yavasawa or yavasawa yeah. something like that yavasawa. yeah yeah has the the three shaped eyes it's <laughs> so good <laughs> yeah and i love this uh page at the end where um yeah godai says like this could be the end soichiro i might be with you very soon
1: <laughs> this is the first chapter where we see godai actually like doing something respectable mm-hmm. which is kind of cool got some yep. character development here mm-hmm. i love any of the panels of like driving in this whole little story arc um <laughs> And the car itself looks really cool too. This is mm-hmm. extremely eighties looking car. Yeah. With some bizarre like stuff attached to
0: it too. <laughs> like the hood of the car is
1: very weirdly shaped.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: I also I like how the, the final panel implies that uh, he had been driving on like the wrong side of the road. Like he's he's veering over from the head on traffic. <laughs> like this man was truly like just going crazy out here. <laughs> all, because, all because I like of how smell. um
1: yeah <laughs> I like how um Kyoko's niece or whatever looks excited
0: mm-hmm. on this
1: like final panel too. Like she's having a great time, almost dying.
0: Yep. Yeah. Yeah. She's on a roller coaster.
1: In uh, chapter 13, they're at the beach. Uh, Godai tries to get closer to Kyoko while Mitaka hides from the dog. While they're chilling in the water, a bunch of jellyfish brush up against Kyoko, which honestly, understandably, makes her think (laughs) Godai is trying to do something. (laughs) They end up having a fight, but after the misunderstanding is cleared up, Soichiro is like drifting out to sea on a raft godai saves the dog but the rest of the trip is ruined when Mataka gets too sick to drive and kyoko who hasn't used her license in years takes the wheel and once again almost kills everyone
0: (laughs) this uh this like opening double page spread is super sick of the the beach with like these motorcycles over here and also kyoko saying it's good to be alive (laughs)
1: Yeah, it's funny, like the the whole misunderstanding that takes place in this chapter is like mm-hmm. I feel like it makes her look crazy or whatever, but man, I totally get it. This dude's a creep. Like,
0: yeah, for real. I wouldn't feel safe around him. Yeah. And I mean, um and Godai too, like Godai's like pouting through half the chapter and it's like, dude, you have to you have to have some self-awareness. Like this is not yeah. out of bounds for her to to think this about you. <laughs>
1: Right, um. Once again, I do like her intense, like almost uh, demoniacal expression behind the wheel here. Mm-hmm. And then we get the Kentaro's summer vacation essay, where he talks about <laughs> how, she, like he said, her driving was really manly. We passed tons of other cars. It was a lot of fun, but the college student from upstairs <laughs> and the tennis coach looked pretty
0: scared. Yep. That's, yeah, that's, that's great. (laughs) Yeah, I love all the panels of her, just like, rolling through traffic, like, yeah, uh, like, drifting out of the parking lot and stuff.
1: (laughs) In uh, chapter 14, Kyoko's niece, Akuko, comes to the Akoku house, a lot of weirdly similar wording there to study yeah, with godai here too <laughs> yeah <laughs> and kantaro comes to join them uh, Ik- ikuko keeps asking godai about his like ex-girlfriends and stuff which kyoko overhears and it gets her like really pissed off she ends up making everyone her husband's favorite dinner which in turn gets under godai's skin uh, kind of a weird chapter here honestly mm-hmm. this is like one of the one of my least favorite ones.
0: Yeah, I agree. It, it seems like this thing that like Kyoko up until this point has been, I I mean, I guess this is, this is Takahashi trying to like build the, the kind of like relationship aspect of it. But like this whole time, she's like, no, I have this dead husband. Like I'm not looking for anyone. And then just like, for some reason gets annoyed by Godai talking about like, you know, past girlfriends when, she spent like five chapters now talking about her her dead husband <laughs> like yeah it just yeah it, it seems it seems a little weird
1: definitely um also we've got more like at the beginning of this chapter godai is just like porn all over his room
2: mhm
0: yeah yeah this man is wild I mean, to be fair, though, if you have the naked lady poster, like you're I feel like you're already too far, too far gone. Yeah, for real. (laughs) I also love this last page, too, where he tells uh, um, the kid never give up on your dream. It says you and I have more in common than I realize. And Mr. Isinose says, does that mean Katara will grow up to be like him? (laughs) Scary thought.
1: (laughs) Yeah, that's I I feel that. Um, Yeah, exactly. He really he really shouldn't be hanging around kids either, honestly. Like No, he
0: just shouldn't be hanging around anyone. He needs to be in a, a prison.
1: <laughs> in uh, chapter fifteen, which by the way, has like the this might be the coolest cover illustration of any of the chapters. Yeah. You so got good. Godai pointing a finger gun at Mitaka with mm-hmm. like Kyoko in the background and her hair is this weird like stars and stripes
0: like screen, screen tone i guess mm-hmm. it looks
1: really cool yep um but in this one uh, godai buys movie tickets uh for him and kyoko but when he sees Mataka and kyoko about to go on a date he gets bummed out and scraps the idea while moping around he bumps into his former liquor store co-worker kozue who sees the tickets and ends up asking him to go to the movies with her instead the four of them briefly run into each other while out, which makes things awkward between Godai and Kyoko, but everyone has a good time on their respective outing regardless.
0: This one was a pretty fun chapter
1: in my opinion.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Man, I gotta say, uh, what's her name? The uh the 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 other girl. I can't remember it. Um a Kozue? Yeah, man, she's got some wild looking eyes. There's so many yeah, it- panels like a <laughs> page uh, page nine She looks so weird there at the bottom.
1: Yeah, I guess it's supposed to, like, really hammer home the fact that she, like, looks different when she's not wearing glasses Mm -hmm. or whatever, but... Yeah,
0: she's she's the only one with, like, detailed eyes. She has, like, these reflections (laughs) in them that no one else does. She looks just so bizarre.
1: (laughs) I do like the drawing of the movie, which looks like some sort of, like, zombie Mm -hmm. horror movie. But like uh takahashi uses a more like detailed horror inspired style with heavy shading and mm-hmm. surprising amount of blood and gore
0: yeah uh, like uh um what's his name uh godai like asking himself like why did i buy tickets to that afterwards <laughs> yeah <laughs>
1: But the art in this chapter, besides the weird eyes, is actually really cool. I like all the environments and backgrounds here. Mm-hmm. The restaurant that they're eating at near the end looks really cool. This is like peak vaporwave 80s shopping mall <laughs> aesthetic with tons of reflective surfaces, yep. uh, house plants, and weird angles. And once again, mm-hmm. there's that weird, like, on the plant in the top left corner, you've got that weird pop art, Roy Lichtenstein shading.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's funny.
1: Let's see. Also, there's this uh, one panel where Godai is like, pissed off once again, as usual. But there's this mm-hmm. insane looking like, screen tone or background effect that looks like something off of like Earthbound when you're fighting against Gygax.
0: Yeah, I was gonna say so, like, that. All
1: these weird like spirals.
0: Mm-hmm. That looks like ninety percent of the panels from *Common uh, Rider* too. They all have that <laughs> sort of stuff going on.
1: It's interesting. Guess that was like a thing back
0: then. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, because this would have been probably In... around the same time ish. I don't know. *Common Rider's probably a little earlier, yeah. but yeah.
1: In uh, chapter 17, it's the first anniversary of Kyoko's arrival in the house and Godai finally manages to ask her out which manages to be Oh wait, I think we need to do a uh, 16. Oh, you're right, you're right. Uh, so Godai's on campus and he ends up joining the university's puppet theater club and the members who are mostly women uh, keep blowing up the Okoku house's phone. After getting another call from Kozue who invites Godai out to eat, Kyoko spies on them from afar and sees tears streaming down Kozue's face, uh, which turns out that her contact lenses were stuck in her eyes and she was actually in a normal mood. Uh, Kyoko doesn't realize this and installs a payphone in the house to help reform Godai's like, heartbreaking ways. But then Godai calls her on the phone and manages to explain his way out of the situation. Once again, it's like yeah i kind of get why she feels
0: this way Mm Hmm. yeah i will say too though like why is he getting so many calls from people at the club like what are they doing yeah like why do you why do you need to talk to the puppet club so often (laughs) yeah and why is there a puppet club to begin with well yeah that's a good point too yeah that's usually a thing that you like that you'll see as part of like the the culture festival or whatever in like a you know some high school manga not as like a a whole club the, the puppeteers club
1: yeah <laughs> That's great. i do really like the first panel that shows the inside of the cafeteria mm-hmm. it's a really cool drawing of something you don't really like see often in yeah manga mm-hmm. so i'm here for that
0: yeah and also like uh, you yeah. know you, we we talked about a little earlier about time we just had Christmas. This panel, it says autumn, and I know we get Christmas later on in this too. Like, time is cruising by in Mason Okoku. <laughs> yeah. Like, we've kinda, already. I'm here for it. I agree. Yeah. But we're almost a. Like, at this point, we're almost a year in after 16 chapters. I think it has 160 total. Are we going to get 10 years of everyone at the the Okoku?
1: <laughs> I mean, really? I kind of hope so. That would be yeah. sick.
0: Mm-hmm. That would be cool.
1: Uh, In chapter 17, it's the first anniversary of Kyoko's arrival at the house, and Godai finally manages to ask her out, which ends up being a success. Unfortunately, she heard the name of the location correctly, and she ends up at the wrong spot, which is a bar where the whole gang, except for Godai, happens to be. When Kyoko realizes her mistake, she rushes to the restaurant where Godai is waiting, but forgets her stuff back at the bar. They end up spending the rest of the night there, and at the end of the chapter godai's attempt at having a good night kiss flops um yeah
0: So yep. this one's kind of fun i guess mm-hmm. once again you know we've said it a bunch but godai here he like he can't help himself from like assaulting kyoko (laughs) well actually he does (laughs) he does manage to help himself so i guess there's improvement there but he's like wrestling in his head whether he should or not like this guy he doesn't need to be out here yeah that's character
1: development (laughs) he's growing (laughs) (laughs) it's funny he's like he's extremely anxious about putting his hand on her shoulder to like comfort her Mm mm-hmm but anything
0: else is fair game. <laughs> yeah, it's like brother, you've groped her like seven times. Like <laughs> <laughs> I will say this this outfit she has on, the one from chapter 1 is pretty sick too. It, I thought it was pants until they say in there like oh, that's the same dress you were wearing and then then realize what it was. This is a this is a cool fit with the the high collar the belt thing.
1: Yeah, I'm here for all the 80s fashion that we get to mm-hmm. see throughout this series. For like pretty much all the characters. Yeah. And yeah, cool Go-
0: Godai with the the sweater vest on. Yep.
1: Godai has some pretty cool fits. That's one of his uh few redeeming qualities.
0: Mhm. Also like uh, Miss Ichinose at the end when they're in like the in the bar or whatever, her her just pure screen tone. Uh dress is awesome too there's no like wrinkles to it it's just like a perfectly like flat dress with just like this pasted screen tone over it It looks hilarious
1: (laughs) that is cool um in chapter 18 we get a cultural festival chapter where uh kyoko shows up to godai's puppet show and one of the members has to drop out and so Kyoko and Godai, like, perform together, and the kids in the audience dig it, which mm-hmm. is, like, kind of weird. Like, I don't really get what's going on here. I guess this is, like, a kids'
0: event at the college cultural yeah.
1: festival.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, I don't know. But I, I do, like, uh all the, the puppets are pretty cool, like, you know... Um, like the the their movement of the puppets is, is pretty fun, and I like the design, like the of this like knight character or whatever here near the end. That was cool yeah. looking. I wonder if Shinohara took
1: uh, inspiration from this chapter in his own puppet theme chapters.
0: I mean, honestly, I wouldn't be There's surprised. Like silhouette. I, yeah, if you told me yeah. that Shinohara was super into the uh, this series, I think that would check out. He's he's now basically doing his own version of Mason Okoku, so.
1: That's true. Yeah. It... <laughs> Someone needs to interview about that. Mm hmm. Um, in chapter 19, Kyoko gets injured at a tennis practice, and Mitaka drives her home, where the tenants of the house throw a boozy get well party and collapse in a drunken heat. Godai returns to the scene after a day of class or work and ends up taking care of her, and the usual Takahashi and antics
0: ensue.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, <laughs> yeah i love this like everyone's uh like giving her food or whatever so she just eats every bit of it i think that's that's kind of funny this like you know can't can't tell people no that's a that's a good joke um we get once again more uh parts of that you know this i don't know how much this was Go. actually this was still totally godai's fault he says he's coming in she's telling him wait and he still just keeps opening the door while she's trying to <laughs> bathe this man this guy once again like just, yeah, you know, we we thought there was some some development the last time, and he's still same old Godai.
1: Yeah, I I know he definitely heard that.
0: Yeah, absolutely. He's just
1: pretending like he didn't.
0: Uh huh. Yeah.
1: <laughs> um. In chapter twenty, Kyoko and Kozue end up running into each other during a storm and have an awkward conversation about Godai. A uh, Kozue asks Kyoko about her what like she thinks is her boyfriend mitaka but she says that she's not dating him and tells her about the death of her ex-husband then we get a flashback on how kyoko and her ex-husband soichiro met which is is kind of weird
0: yeah i was not expecting that until we we got to it and then yeah so he was her like he it says it's just like he was a teacher says oh no he was only a part-time instructor so so okay, he that, he was just a part-time teacher like
1: <laughs> oh that makes it better i guess
0: yeah like i don't i don't <laughs> understand i guess so i guess maybe he was like a, a ta at the school or something or something yeah basically that so that version of it so this- it's a little better i guess
1: Yeah, not much better, but unfortunately around this, like, in the 80s and 90s, this was a really common story beat in, like, shoujo manga, because Mm. in, um, see, in Cardcaptor Sakura, there's another girl who's, like, gets in a relationship with her teacher, which is crazy. Oh, that's right. Yeah, I forgot about that. It happens in, like, Sailor Moon, too, I think. But, Mm. yeah, some very, like, questionable (laughs) stuff. It's questionable to say the least
0: yeah interesting
1: like man i'm i might be kind of glad this dude's dead <laughs> yeah for
0: real yeah this yeah this guy Once you know another character that we we don't need out here and yeah he got yeah he he at least uh got packed away exactly <laughs>
1: um <laughs> in chapter 21 we close things out with another christmas episode uh which is very cool where we've gotten like christmas episodes in blue box recently too so Mm -hmm. it's christmas out here in the world of romance manga and this one godai he's like basically runs out of all his money so he has to give uh he has to give kyoko that brooch that he wasn't able to give her last year and she ends up giving him a scarf which he feels special about receiving only to realize later that like she made it for every single person in the house mm-hmm. this was a fun one
0: yeah yeah i agree yeah i love once again love miss miss ichinose is fantastic uh she's got like this this shawl around her she's just, like dancing waving like uh, fans and stuff <laughs> that's good and i i love the uh like the kind of back and forth between godai and mitaka uh, with their their scarves that's that's a fun panel too
1: yeah i i very much agree um good way to close things out on like a pretty chill note
0: mm-hmm. also yep.
1: we find out that she's like kyoko we think she's supposed to be like way older she's actually just like 22 so
0: mm-hmm.
1: i think she's like a couple Couple years older than uh Godai than Godai. here.
0: Yeah, mm-hmm.
1: the fact that she's a widow at twenty two, like
0: yeah, now I'm wondering wild.
1: how old what's his name was and what he died from. Like,
0: yeah, he might he might have been part time because he was nearing retirement age and didn't wanna didn't <laughs> want to pack it up or something.
1: <laughs> yeah,
0: that. I mean, I will say the I'm, the her father in law or whatever was pretty pretty dang old, so. Like, that guy looked like he was probably, like, in his 70s or something. So, yeah, her husband might have been... He might have been, like, 50.
1: Yeah. <laughs> it wouldn't surprise me the way this series is going.
0: <laughs> yep. Um, all right, well, uh, Judy, do you want to hop into our What Went Well? Yeah, so I think for me, like, the
1: pacing of this series is kind of lightning fast, but mm-hmm. compared to other similar series we've been reading like i'm cool with that because yeah as much as i like blue box and witch watch both of these series are about as long as mason and Koku, and they've taken place over like a year maybe a few months mm-hmm. like this one we're just like hitting every story beat we can as quickly as possible like i don't know where this is gonna go over yep. the course of like what 12 volumes like this is gonna mm-hmm. be crazy
0: yeah yeah we're just ripping through it. the series um, yeah, my first moment, well, is just the kind of whole sitcom era of it all. Uh, you know, this, this series is basically like friends if they lived in the same house. Like half of the stuff that goes yeah. on, it's like, yep, that, that could definitely just be an episode of friends. Um, and I just, I love that, that vibe of it. It's, it's like a super easy read. Like there's no kind of like critical thinking involved for it. And like I said, there's no kind of concessions that you have to make either for like, you know once again like this is funny for manga like it's just good comedy good good vibes throughout well maybe not the best vibes ever there's a little creepiness but (laughs) the only the only concession you have to make is like your sense of morality (laughs) exactly yeah 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 good vibes if you can get over uh godai you know (laughs) serially assaulting people yeah in like every sense of the word not
1: like physically (laughs) sexually like dudes uh just full like dudes committed every crime except murder at this point (laughs) exactly (laughs) um my other like positive note on this series is that they went crazy on the backgrounds uh some Mm -hmm. really cool environments especially for like this time period where the art can be kind of inconsistent or like cheap they really didn't spare any like detail when they're like at the mall or the beach or on campus or whatever mm-hmm.
0: yeah yeah the 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 locations are are awesome um my second one went well is i mentioned it a little bit earlier um but i love how kyoka for a lot of it isn't just like the kind of oblivious kind of like dumb attractive like female character that you'll get uh you know in these a lot of times um she's actually like pretty competent has like actual characterization to her and isn't just like oh this is the you know isn't like uh I feel like um what call the girl from Chinatsu from Blue Box is honestly that character like pretty frequently like she's a little more fleshed out but kyoko feels like her own character not just like this is the love interest of the story
1: yeah the the blue box comparison is pretty interesting i definitely Mm -hmm. feel like she subverts that trope in some ways
0: yeah yeah i mean i feel Um, like uh shinatsu does it better than most like rom-com characters but she does still kind of play into that like i don't know like a little bit ditzy you know just like there for for the main character to to fawn over
1: yeah and um in terms of what didn't go well i'll start Mm -hmm. with something a little less obvious um i really like the character designs and the style the manga is really cool but i think at this point i don't know if that changes at all there is like it is kind of inconsistent and sometimes the characters really like go off model Mm -hmm. to the point where sometimes it can be like difficult to uh, distinguish between Godai and Mitaka.
0: Yeah. Godai and Mitaka is especially egregious.
1: Yeah. Sometimes the characters don't always look like themselves. I feel like Mm -hmm. Kyoko's model changes like three or four times throughout this first volume
0: yeah yeah kyoko yeah exactly kyoko is like four different characters at any given any given time yeah so that's my um, first one mm-hmm. yeah my first gripe is also art related uh like i think the art is generally good but does feel pretty dated like you look at this in a meet, like yeah this this shit is old like there's some some pretty boring panel layouts throughout like there's a few times where they do the thing where they'll like pop a character out of the panel and stuff that's neat but for the most part it's just kind of like they're stuck in there in their panels and there's not like that many interesting kind of compositions within that it's just it's kind of stock standard it's, it almost feels like an in-between from like you know Doraemon which is basically just a full grid and you know some, <laughs> yeah. something like you know maybe Dragon Ball or whatever mm. Um,
1: my second
0: one is
1: the more obvious one which is just like man i gotta dial it back
0: with the <laughs> raunchy humor like yeah it went too far <laughs> yeah it's a, yeah it's it's a it's it's a lot to read in uh in 2023 and and just kind of like take it and go you know it's a yeah it's 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 a little a little weird <laughs>
1: Yeah, it's like, sometimes I read, like, newer stuff in Shonen Jump and think it's pretty regressive, and then I go back and read stuff from, like, the 70s and 80s, and I'm like, oh, I guess there actually has been some
0: improvement on that yeah. front. Yeah, it's like, it might not be perfect, but they've they've come a long way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, for real. And um, this is a series written
1: by a woman, too, which, like... Exactly. Is, yeah. Like, is this as
0: good as it got back then, or is, does she just really not care? Yeah, know. exactly. Well, that's what I'm saying too. Like, if this is written by a man, it's just like, man, that was like, that was a, of the times you couldn't really do that now. But since it is written by a woman, it's sort of like, it almost does get a, a pass a little bit because it's like, you know, a, a lot of these sort of uh, more kind of like seedy elements of this are, you know, being done to women. So it's kind of like, well, I don't, I don't know. There's, there's a, there's a weird discussion there with that, but yeah, um, yeah. yeah I need my,
1: to read Ranma one half to get take like have the full take on that. Although I have seen the first few episodes of the anime, and I think it might even be worse than this.
0: Oh man, <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'd like to check it out or like Yurusa Yatsura and see if that's just like her tone for a lot of these series, or if it is just like because these are supposed to be kind of like they're all just kind of like negative characters, you know. Yeah. Um my second gripe is uh gonna be I, I don't think there's the like the best utilization of the full cast. Like I said with uh the, the salary man and Ropongi, I couldn't even remember their names. They they just kinda of fade into the background a lot of the time and are only there for like their one or two gags. And uh and, you know, that's just like to be kind of main parts of the of the cast. Like, you know, they're they're in the house. They feel pretty unutilized or underutilized at this point.
1: Yeah, I really hope we get to see more
0: of them in the future, mm-hmm. especially since the cast, which I do like, is so small at this point. Right. Like we have the the five or six people in the house and the tennis coach. And that's and I guess, uh, this other girl for um, die. But that's really it. So it does feel like we could we could spend a little more time with some of the other members of the house. Like we spent way more time with Mitaka than we have with Ropangi.
1: Mm-hmm. Agreed.
0: Um, Wait, all right, Jude. I, I
1: want to learn more about Mitaka. Honestly, he's, yeah. He's
0: cool. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, all right, Jude. Who's your uh, your resident of the week?
1: Okay. Um, I'm actually gonna say I have two, but. <laughs> were you going to say Miss Ichinose for your
0: Resident of the Week? I absolutely <laughs> was going to say Mitch Ichinose. Yeah, yeah. she's
1: incredible.
0: Well,
1: <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll let you take that one then. And I'll actually mm-hmm. say, he's got his flaws, but I actually kind of like Mitaka as a character. Like, mm-hmm. I enjoy the rivalry that he and Godai have, and yeah. I kind of like just like this extremely like over-the-top shoujo Mm vision-esque way that he appears on every panel and also the fact that he's like afraid of dogs is kind of Mm -hmm. kind of a fun personality trait that ends up actually having kind of an impact on the story because you know there are certain people who have like if people are really attached to their dogs that can actually like be a make or break thing yeah exactly someone who doesn't like them Mm-hmm.
0: yeah no I th-
1: unexpected conflict
0: yeah i i think mitaka is is pretty good normally his character archetype is pretty uh you know pretty annoying in manga but i think he's actually good he's got he's got a fun banter with like the rest of the cast too um yeah yeah and he has a, a fun flaw like you said like with the you know the dog thing i think he's he's actually pretty well written uh in a series yeah. where his you know his contemporary is godai <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah. My resident of the week is going to go to Mrs. Ichinose. I think every panel that she's in is great. I love her constant ribbing of Godai and Kyoko. Um. Yeah, she's great. She even you know has that that moment in there of like the kind of uh, self reflection of like you know is it is it good that my son is hanging around these people, <laughs> which is pretty fun. Um. <laughs> yeah, she's constantly like drinking trying to throw a party yeah she's miss ichinose is is so much so much fun love anytime she's on the screen
1: and her character design is cool too she really feels Mm -hmm. more like a 60s or 70s manga character or somebody like in like the popeye cartoon
0: yeah she feels way more cartoony than the rest of the cast does like the rest of the cast feels pretty you know whatever like Shoujo manga esque, and then yeah, she feels like a mascot. Yeah, and
1: on that note, um, we've mentioned our tenants of the week who's getting
0: evicted this week? Yeah, I'll I say who's getting evicted, or who I, I put who's uh sleeping with Soichiro. You can take that if you <laughs> whichever Soichiro you want. <laughs>
1: I had to think about that for a second. That's that's good.
0: <laughs> are, we, are we putting them in the grave or the 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 doghouse here? <laughs> All right, who are you? Uh, who um, are you picking, Jude?
1: Let's see. I I think, man, I I feel like the obvious one is Godai. Before yeah. me is like I don't know if I really want to pick Godai because it's so obvious. Uh huh. Um, man, I, I might have to go with. I might have to go with Kyoko here. I feel Mm. like, just like, in terms of writing, I don't think her character is really fully formed yet. Mm. And like her character design, I feel like she's constantly flipping between, like, you know, oh, she's, like, extremely independent person who is, like distant and doesn't really make a lot of friends to like being obsessed with godai for some reason i feel like the progression between those characters and her own character isn't really there yet
0: mm-hmm. yeah she feels a little bit inconsistent in the in the writing i agree yep um yeah my person i'm picking is uh gonna be ropangi Um uh, because when I was putting my note down for this, I just wrote the other girl in the house because, as I mentioned a couple <laughs> times, I couldn't remember her name. And that's just because I feel, you know, she's she's a little bit annoying. I don't know if her gag is, like, that that funny or, like, that necessary. Um, like, we we already have, like, Godai where his whole thing is, like, you know, is the raunchy humor. So, we also just have her as well. Um yeah. And she doesn't really do anything interesting throughout. Like, you know, the, the same could be said for, uh, what's his name? Yo, Yotsura? Is that the, the other guy? Yeah. yeah, the same, I think, could be said for him, but she feels a little more annoying because he fades into the background more often than she does. She's like on the pages more, just sort of doing, you know, serving no purpose really, other than like a, a cheap laugh track style laugh.
1: The thing that, like, pisses me off about this series, well, one of the things it does, is that, like, Goda is out here, like, horny as hell all day, and it's like, you got somebody right there who's matching <laughs> your energy. Like, yeah.
0: He pays her no mind. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um all right well yeah that does it for uh mason okoku this week uh ju before we head out do you have any last minute uh recommendations for us
1: Hmm. um i guess if you're interested in like checking out some more like obscure japanese music beyond like city pop and j-pop I, a couple weeks ago i did an article for Bandcamp daily about like japanese electronic labels on Bandcamp, uh mm-hmm. so some cool stuff there if you're interested in like Aphex twin mm-hmm. type electronic music or like break core or whatever some cool stuff on there
0: nice You'll keep that that's cool um yeah my recommendation just real fast is uh those the game boy game boy advance super nintendo and sega genesis emulators that come with like that Nintendo nintendo switch like online subscriptions you get um yeah. some cool games to just sort of like channel surf through there like i was playing uh kudu Kuru on the game boy advance one the other day and it's like a fun little almost like super monkey ball style kind of game boy advance game i don't really like the uh kind of the aesthetic and the vibes it's like vaguely mm-hmm. warioware ish which i'm personally not like the biggest fan of it's like <laughs> a little bit like that but uh that game's pretty cool it's fun to mess around in there's some cool games on the genesis like there's a gunstar heroes is a fun one uh you know super nintendo obviously has a bunch of great games the game boy has some you, you know go mess around with some of those game boy games a lot of them uh, suck a lot worse than you probably remember them sucking same for Game Boy Advance, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, just just mess around in those. There's some cool stuff. There's some atrocious stuff, and the the Game Boy Advance, especially, there's some some you know uh, whatever like early mid two thousands aesthetic stuff in there that is pretty funny to to look at nowadays. Like like say you know WarioWare style looking you know things that was. That was of a time. And I guess they've they've kept that going for WarioWare, but it it definitely feels very rooted in you know two thousand two.
1: That's sick. <laughs> might have to might have to check that out as a WarioWare fan.
0: Yeah, I mean that game is cool. It's not it's not like a micro game thing, but it is. It's basically like it it's like two D Super Monkey Ball in a way. It's just like you're mm, you're like yeah. navigating these courses and stuff. It's 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 a pretty cool little game. Interesting. Um, But yeah, that'll do it for us this week. uh, On Sunday, we'll have our next weekly show and jump episode. And then uh, in the middle of the week, we'll have uh, volumes three and four of Mason Okoku. I think there's 15 total volumes of this. So I guess we'll have eight eight episodes we'll have one with uh, just like yeah. a single volume or something so we'll we'll figure something out there just have a short episode but yeah uh looking forward to getting into the the rest of the series and seeing how it seeing how it develops because we're only we're already a, a year into the 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 time of the series beyond um, its flaws it's been pretty cool thus far yeah I've, I've i've really enjoyed like my time reading it um well that does it for us this week thanks for listening. Uh, Peep the Shrunge Up episode on Sunday, and you know, leave us the reviews at some place you re- leave reviews. And uh, yeah, thanks for listening. We'll we'll see you next time.